At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check it out now. No doubt now. It's the Beating the Book Podcast, Gil Alexander. Last week, Warren Sharp was kind enough to come on the show, as he does annually, to talk about strength of schedule in the upcoming National Football League season. He did that last week, as per usual, and we appreciate it. But Warren took it one step further this week. Uh, he did a study on historical NFL schedules. So something about his study into this upcoming season schedule sparked a thought, and what it led to was, I believe, the only such study done on the National Football League schedule, historically speaking, over the last decade. That was the sample size used. So in other words, if you ever thought that a team that you root against always seems to get the best of it schedule-wise, year-to-year, maybe you think your team gets the worst of it, this is the show for you. Might piss you off. Might confirm a lot of your suspicions. Warren Sharp, schedule analysis from a historical perspective on today's Beating the Book podcast. Enjoy. It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. It is a numbers game right here at Visa, the Vegas Stats and Information Network, the Sports Betting Network, Series XM Channel 204, VEASAN.com, the VEASAN app, Fubo, Sling, and Game Plus. First, though, uh, this is tremendous. Last week, uh, this gentleman was kind enough to come on the show to discuss, as he does every year with us, uh, the quirks of the upcoming NFL schedule, the handicapping angles, what team got the best of it, what teams didn't, uh, in any number of ways through different lenses. Uh he has decided to take this a step further in what I think it's fair to say could be some of the most impactful work he has ever done. Taking this to another level, thinking beyond just the coming season and saying to himself, hey, wait a minute. I wonder if we looked back over time, have certain teams in the NFL gotten the best of it? Have certain teams gotten the worst of it with uh, scheduling 
uh, specifics, and we bring back on the show once again to discuss it, uh, the author of this report. It's Warren Sharp from Sharp Football Stats and Sharp Football Analysis. Good morning to you, Warren, man. How you doing? Hey, good morning, Gil. I'm doing well. You? I'm doing very well. And that's not a understatement, is it, that this could be, if it's latched onto, some of the most impactful stuff you've done? No, I definitely believe so. Uh, every type of study, and I've done a lot of different studies uh, over my years, you know, sometimes you're just looking at analysis, you're looking at uncovering factors that are gonna, going to matter in a particular game that you're trying to handicap or analyze for a team. But in this case, uh, this goes well beyond that. This gets down, the root of this is equality and a level playing field and what the NFL strives to project with everything that it says publicly, and that is competitive balance. And in order to have competitive balance, there has to be equality in scheduling. Now, we'll we'll dive into all the details of it as you navigate us through this, but the bottom line here is that it has become painfully clear to me in this study of the last 10 years of NFL scheduling, that there is a significant lack of competitive balance with which the NFL divvies up the schedule and puts certain teams in difficult situations while, I don't want to say pandering, but certainly benefiting other teams. And it's not just a slight gap between the haves and the have-nots. There are some major issues going on here with the schedule. Yeah, it occurs to me this is going to make certain fan bases really angry and certain ones are going to try to keep this quiet like, oh, we've got the best of it. Before we launch into it, one question that I've been curious about since reading this, what was the seed that sparked this for you? Was there something you saw in this upcoming schedule where you were like, huh, that seems to happen more than just this one time? Yeah, great question. Um what I did was I first started looking at the Baltimore Ravens and their Monday night football games. And I looked back since 2008, like, what the heck? They, they've they played 14 Monday night games, but only two of them were in Baltimore. Ten, uh, 12 of their games have been on the road. I was like, this, this wow. does not seem very fair because Monday night provides such a big home field advantage. You know, Monday night tends to with the crowd and it's got all day to get ready for this game. You would think the crowd noise and everything feeding into it is strong. Now, the one thing that um, that so that sparked me researching uh, different primetime situations, because definitely Thursday night, while it's not necessarily the crowd noise, it's the lack of rest that makes Thursday night games more unfair to the road team. And then that kind of got me started thinking in the process of what are the most unfair situations that are going to benefit uh, a team at home hosting a game? What are the most difficult things for a road team to have to deal with, whether it's, you know, the prep time, the lack of rest, the back-to-backs, those types of things. But the one thing that I'll note when we talk about this study, just big picture-wise, that Baltimore got me started on is the notion that it's wrong for us to look at the results, the win-loss results, and say, well, see, look, this scheduling spot, yeah, it doesn't sound great, but it really doesn't matter because overall it's it's only like a 1% difference, so it's it's relatively yeah. irrelevant, right? Like Baltimore could have been, in those 12 road Monday night games, 
right? They're a good team. They ended up winning a lot of those games. That does not mean that it is fair to send Baltimore on the road for 12 out of 14 Monday night games, whereas other teams in the last decade are hosting, you know, six Monday night games and going on the road for just one. There needs to be a little bit of a balance. And if you're going to stick certain teams on Monday night or Thursday night because of the TV audience, and I completely understand that, you don't want Jacksonville on there as much as you would want the Dallas Cowboys or the New York Giants or the New England Patriots. I understand that. That's perfectly fine. The issue is, are you going to give them a little bit of balance in terms of home versus road splits? You can't allow one of these teams to host all these Thursday games, whereas another, you want them on Thursdays, but you make them travel all the time. It's just not fair. There needs to be more balance there. Gil Alexander, Warren Sharp, right here on a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, Sirius XM, Channel 204. You can follow Warren at Sharp Football on Twitter. One of the great Twitter feeds you could possibly follow uh, for all things NFL. Okay, so for those just landing here, let's reset it. So this is beyond last week Warren was here. We looked ahead at the schedule that's coming up. This is perhaps his most impactful work, certainly among his most impactful work. It's a historical look over the past decade at least, took it that far back, uh, as to have there been any patterns? Have there been any teams over time that have gotten the worst of it with scheduling and which teams have gotten the best of it? Now, you've broken this down into a couple major scheduling variables, one of which is preparation and rest. The other is uh, primetime games. And then you went even further than that, Warren, uh, and you, you talked about things like negated bye weeks and four games in 17 days. We'll get to that. Let's start with the notion of preparation and rest. What were some of your findings in that category? Right. So what I did is I, I tried to figure out which of the situations, because the NFL does not control who you play. That's set on a rotational schedule. It's determined 14 of your 16 games are determined years in advance. You'll just come to that schedule when it's 2023. These are who you're going to, these are the divisions that you're going to be playing and the teams that you're going to be playing. People don't realize that, but that's decided years in advance and it just rotates. And two of your 16 games are determined based upon where you finish. So a fourth place finish in your division gives you other fourth place, fourth place opponents. Um, so all of that is like predetermined. The NFL can't control that. What the NFL can control is what time and when you play these teams. And so when you're looking at it from a preparation and rest perspective, it's important to note certain factors. Number one, do you have more rest than your opponent does? That helps you get your players ready closer to 100%, uh, as well as your head coach and your uh, you know coordinators, more time to prepare. Are you playing short week road games? Very difficult to get ready and travel on less than a full week of rest. Are you playing off of a Monday night game or even a Sunday night game, where, which was on the road? Because you may be playing at home on a Sunday, but if you just played, I'm sorry, you may be playing um, on home on a Sunday, but if you just played Monday night on the road and you had to travel two time zones to get back home, your rest and your prep is going to be far different. And I've talked to some coaches inside the league to to tell me the impact of that is definitely a factor in getting ready for that next Sunday, even if it's a home game. Um, And then negated bye weeks. Yeah, you get a bye. Everybody gets a bye. But did the opponent that you're playing out of your bye have the same exact bye week? So while your team has had the chance to rest, and your coaches have had extra time to prepare, 
you don't have an edge in that over your opponent. You may, so, so it's not quite as significant. Um, anyways, accumulating all of those things together, what I found was the teams that have had the worst luck, the most shafted, shafted teams in the league over the last decade were the Eagles, the Giants, the Colts, the Seahawks, and the Bears. Those are the top five teams that have been screwed the most. And let's put some of these things into perspective. The Eagles have had to play 44 different teams that have had over seven days to prepare for them. The Jaguars, the team with the best rest situation, have only had to play 20 teams like that. So we're talking about the difference between 44 games with extra rest versus only 20. That's a massive change. Again, I told you at the top, we're not talking about small inefficiencies. We're talking about major issues. A team like the Bears, the Bears have had to play 16 games on the road with a short week of rest. And a team like the Lions have only played two. So the difference between 16 of these games over 10 years versus only two, that's a massive deal, a massive deal. A team like the Giants, who had the second worst situation, they've had to play 22 games off of Monday night or Sunday night on the road. I already told you how that's difficult for teams getting ready the next week. 22 times they've played in that situation. The Arizona Cardinals haven't played in that situation at all. And in 10 years, they've never played. So you got one team dealing with it 22 times. Another team hasn't dealt with it at all. This one is even crazier. The Colts, the third worst <laughs> scheduling situation. They have dealt with six of 10 bye weeks, right? You get one per year, 10 years. Six out of their 10 have been negated. Their opponent has had a bye week the same exact week that they did or a Thursday night game in one of the six situations uh, to get a mini buy heading into it. Half That's, the unbelievable. League, That's unbelievable. Half the league has had zero or one negated bye weeks. The league average is only 1.8. Half the teams haven't even had this happen to them zero times and some only once. And we're talking about the Colts have had it happen to them six out of 10 times. There is absolutely zero way. And this is why I'm saying this could be one of the most impactful things. There is no possible way. If the focus on creating a schedule is competitive balance that the NFL has ever looked into any of this information, because if they did, they could not possibly rationalize giving a team negating six of their buys. Whereas most of the league doesn't even have more than one negated. It's just completely unfair. So I don't think they've looked at any of this information. And let me just step in there too, because the top two teams that you mentioned, by the way, this is again, under the subcategory of rest. It's not an overall, this is under rest. The teams that got the worst of it, Eagles and giants, you make, I think perhaps the best point of all here is that those are two teams in the same division. There's another team in that division who really gets the best of it, like completely on the other end. And this is not going to make people happy. Who is that team, Warren? Yeah, the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, so to speak. Well, well, maybe you should recall them the NFL's team uh, because the Dallas Cowboys, if you look at all overall schedule inequality over the last decade, the Cowboys have had the third most favorable schedule situations occur with their team. Whereas if you look at the Giants, the Eagles, and the Redskins, those three teams all in the NFC East 
have had bottom 10 schedule situations uh, over the last decade. So in the t- same time frame, you get one team top five, three teams bottom 10, two of which are actually bottom five in the, in the Eagles and the Giants. That, how can that possibly be fair? I mean, things that are benefiting uh, the Dallas Cowboys, obviously we know that they host Thursday on Thanksgiving. And inherently, for them to do that every single year, I know there's tradition associated with it, but it's patently unfair. The home field edge to not have to travel on a Thursday game is, is massive. There's not a scheduling edge in the league that's better than hosting a Thursday game, especially one not at Thursday night, right? We're talking about a Thursday afternoon game. It's so strong, and they get that every single year. Now, I understand that the NFL, if they don't want to part with tradition, they want to allow them to keep doing this, even though it's unfair. You have to go the other way with the Cowboys' schedule. You have to figure out what are the worst scheduling spots the teams face, and how can we put the Cowboys into a couple of those each year to offset the edge that they gain from hosting a Thursday night game. What the NFL tried to do then is they said, okay, we will, the last few years, we'll send Dallas on the road the Thursday after Thanksgiving so that they have to play a road Thursday game. Not realizing that it's not the fact that you're playing on the road in this primetime game. It's the prep that you have leading into it. And if you have a full week of prep because you played Thursday the week before at home, then you're not really impacted any more than you would be for a regular road game uh, to travel. The issue is you got to stick them on a road Thursday game when they've just played a Sunday game. And if you're not going to do that, then you have to figure out other spots where you can kind of negatively benefit their schedule. Um, And it's just these types of things can be adjusted. And one thing I'll throw in here, Gil, is that I've been asked questions. Well, could the NFL make some adjustments so that if your schedule is real favorable in 2020, then like the 2021 schedule, they can do some things to make that less favorable. And my response is absolutely not. You can't have the schedule completely favor a team and then hurt a team because so much on a year-to-year basis is What's the perception of this player based on what he just did last year, what the coaches are doing. And if you've got teams that are having far less rest, that impacts their injury health. Injuries can affect careers. You have to do the best you possibly can to keep a schedule within the same season as balanced as possible across all 32 teams. And I know you can't account for travel, right? Because the schedule is predetermined years in advance. So if a team in the West coast has to go out to the East coast a bunch of times in a certain year, it is what it is. The league is doing a better job. We talked about this last time around about allowing them to stay out on the East coast and scheduling a couple of games back to back weeks. So they don't have to travel back and forth across the country four different times. They only have to do it twice um, for that, for those couple of opponents. But you know, you can't account for that. But what you can account for is when you schedule these teams and how you're scheduling them. Um, and the NFL needs to do a lot better job to create the balance within the course of the season so that all 32 teams have as fair a shot as possible at winning the championship each year. 
that is such an overarching key point to this. Also, the point you made earlier, Warren, about for those listening who are like, oh, okay, well, those teams that got shafted, those teams that got the best of it, how did they perform? Too many variables to get into that. The, the process here is what matters, and the process is deeply flawed. Uh, just to move this along, Warren, because we won't, this is so dense, this study, that we won't get to all of it here. But in terms of that category, again, just to review, uh, talking about the, the notion of rest. Again, the teams that got the worst of it, the Eagles, Giants, Colts, Seahawks, and Bears. This is over the last decade. The teams that got the best of it, Jaguars, Browns, Panthers, Lions, Buccaneers. Uh, didn't help a lot of those teams, obviously. Just a quick review. As far as primetime games are concerned, we have about three minutes here before the break. Uh, the teams that got the shaft in terms of primetime game scheduling, who would they be? Right. So, you know, the Cowboys are definitely in there. Um, the Lions, the Lions have not traveled for a Thursday game uh, over the last decade, uh, but they actually only ranked ninth in this because they haven't gotten a fair shake on uh, Monday night games. But the teams that have had the best, um, most favorable Thursday, uh, sorry, primetime scheduling, the basically it comes down to whether you're hosting or traveling to these games. Um, the Cardinals, number one, the Jaguars, number two, the Cowboys, number three, the 49ers, number four, and the Seahawks at number five. And then on the flip end, the teams that have been hurt the worst by primetime scheduling, who have had to play so many of these road games, the Colts, number one, the Giants, number two, the Texans, number three, the Browns, number four, and the Dolphins, number five. And just to get into the Colts, okay, this is a team that's played, you know, you want some, the league sometimes wants good teams to play a lot of primetime games. It helps their marketing and, and dollar, uh, overall dollar, uh, com, what they can command uh, for these ads and the TV deals, et cetera. So they put them on primetime 20 different games over the last decade. That's fine. But they've played 14 of the 20 on the road and hosted only six. They've played 70% of their games on the road. Meanwhile, there's teams in the league that have hosted 11 of 14 primetime games. And so they've only played 21% on the road. You just can't have a disparity between the best and the worst in terms of the teams only go on the road 21% of the time. This team goes on the road 70% of the time. And I know there's teams around the league who have been frustrated for years with the lack of giving teams primetime games and, and making them travel. And the Colts, for example, this year, they only are in one primetime game. Guess when it is? It's on Thursday and it's on the road. That's the only game they've been given. Now, I haven't even included that in this study because this looks at what has actually happened in the past decade, but they're a team that it's only getting worse for them, you know, in, in the coming year. This, I mean, this is so, so interesting, Warren. And it's one of these things too, that as I'm listening to you, and as I read the piece that you did on this, and by the way, those uh, who want to read the piece can go to Warren's Twitter at sharp football. He links to it there. That's probably the easiest way to get to it. It's one of these things where when you hear it, when you read it, you're like, why has this not been done before? Like why? Like it's so obvious, right? In retrospect, I'm just like, this is so smart to have done. Now, I hope people listening understand what we've gone through here is the, the category of preparation uh, and rest and the category of prime time games. When we come back from the break, we're going to throw both of those into the mix and Warren will give 
the five teams that have benefited most overall from the schedule the last 10 years and the five teams that have gotten screwed the most by the schedule overall the last 10 years. We're going to throw basically everything we've just talked about in the mix. And I hear you, everybody who hates the Cowboys, I mean, that is an overriding theme in all this. I know they're going to show up in the top five of teams that benefited the most. And perhaps most important or just as important as all of that, the notion of injuries in the NFL. Is there correlation between these scheduling quirks, who's benefited the most, who's gotten the worst of it, and injuries with teams? This perhaps is the most fascinating thing about all that. Coming back with Warren Sharp on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. A Numbers Game proudly brought to you by Manscaped.com. Manscaped.com has the tools for your family jewels. You get 20% off plus free shipping with the code VSIN at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off at Manscaped.com with promo code VSIN. That's Manscaped.com. Gil Alexander live in San Francisco. Warren Sharp uh, just outside of D.C. Uh, Warren, I said it to you off air. I'll say it to you again here. I know you do some proprietary work that might be your most tangible work, tangible in terms of its impact. But in terms of your public work, I really do feel, and it may not get, you know, it may not get the the sort of, uh, um, how can I put this, the attribution that it deserves in, in the short term. But whether it's a couple years from now, three years, whenever this gets implemented, I think this is 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 really your most impactful public tangible work. I really do. I think you're right. I think that um, the NFL is going to take these things under consideration and make adjustments. Whether or not they will ever say anything publicly, I highly doubt that. I would bet a lot of money against that. They rarely like to admit mistakes, and they're certainly going to not admit to uh, making it so difficult on certain teams is so much easier on other teams. But my goal with this in terms of promoting it is just to make it public so that they can fix it and make a better level playing field amongst the 32 teams to give everybody more of a fair shot. And I'll just say over the weekend, I have talked to very important people with a number of different teams and they have all agreed privately with me that this is something they've never seen done before, not to this robust level. And they think it's going to make some differences, hopefully. Love it. Again, last week we talked about, you know, betting implications of this year, but obviously this is one of these macro things where, you know, it, 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 it informs narratives. It's like, it's like the old Dean Oliver line where he says, you know, any human being can, can understand one game better than analytics, but analytics sees everything. And this is one of these things that our brains don't acknowledge as we watch football from week to week and year to year. But when you look back, you're like, oh, my God, this is completely not a level playing field. We don't have much time, Warren, so let's cut right to the chase. We'll go to the overall numbers. The strongest overall benefit from the NFL schedule over the last 10 years and the most, uh, the team's most impacted negatively. Who are they? We'll flash them up on the screen. Yeah, the teams, we'll start with the overall benefit, the Jaguars, the Cardinals, the Cowboys, the Lions, and the Panthers. Those are the top five teams that have had the best benefit and the teams that have been hurt the worst by the unfair NFL scheduling practices over the last decade, the Giants, the Colts, the Eagles, the Bears, and the Texans. Those are the five teams that have been hurt the most. 
And I think just, you know, maybe the, maybe the big headline, I don't know if it's the biggest headline from all this, but the correlation between what you just said there at the bottom, the most negatively impacted by the schedule and the notion of injuries, walk us through that in two minutes, if you could. Yeah, it's very important. The amount of rest that a player has between games to get his body as close to 100% as possible for, before putting it through the grueling process of a 60-minute game is vital. And when you have teams that are getting screwed, and again, we're not talking about a small gap between the teams that are getting screwed and the teams that are getting helped. It's a major gap. And what we've seen is that over the last decade, I did the study on the adjusted injury rates as it compares to unfair scheduling. Two of the three teams that have been most unfairly impacted by scheduling were also two of the three most injured teams over the last decade. And of the top five teams that have been the most injured over the last decade, four of those five teams have had top 10 worst and most unfair rest situations. So there's not a perfect correlation one to 32 between injuries and rest because injuries happen and certain teams get good injury luck one year and bad injury luck the next, like different things happen to different teams. But when you look at the extreme end of the spectrum, the teams that have had the worst and most unfair rest situations, the fact that most of those teams are also falling out as being the most injured should open up eyes that beyond just being unfair and giving a team a competitive edge in that particular game, this also has a cumulative effect over the course of the season. Um, and teams are losing players because of the, this unfair scheduling uh, edges and, and disadvantages that the NFL is providing based upon the way they do their schedule. It's just, it's just not fair. Warren, phenomenal. And by the way, the teams he was talking about, the Giants and Colts, second and third most injured, second and third worst prep uh, rest ranking, Redskins most injured, ninth worst prep rest ranking, Patriots fifth most injured, sixth worst prep rest ranking. Warren, great stuff. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Gil. Warren Shar back shot football. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.